0: Listening to Humanize Me with Bart Campolo. Hey everybody, and welcome back. Or welcome for the first time. Or just welcome, because I'm glad you're here. And uh, we're gonna do a show. We're gonna do a QA show, which means John is here. Hey. Hey John, how are you? I'm good. I heard you on Young Turks. I thought you did well. Hey, thank you. Like, I did it. we w- did we put the link to that? Yeah, like, Young Turks is kind of a big deal, right? It is. There's a big audience. I've seen that guy Jenk um, all over the place. Yes, and so, a million times. I find him to be a very easy to listen to person. I've always liked him. Just listening to him talk, and then talking
1: with him. I just I liked him. Right. And learned some stuff about him. He was very personal in that interview. Yeah. And and, in some ways I was,
0: I was kind of, you know, not, you know, I don't have this kind of high political profile and I feel like they, they most often talk about politics. Right. Right. And so I wasn't sure what was up, but like the more we talked the more I was like, oh, like he's a humanist Mm -hmm. and he kind of wanted to I don't know if I was a foil for him to kind of get that out there.
1: but Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe in some respect or maybe people knew that about him. I'm not sure. But he definitely identified as someone like, like you, like us, you know, someone yeah. who had been religious. You know, it, it, it's the same a little bit like talking um,
0: last week to Amber. There is something I, – I think I was dismissive. I think because I, because I told my own story so many times, mm-hmm. I decided that – deconversion stories were boring but it turns out <laughs> only mine is boring and it's only boring and it's boring to me because i've heard it so many times and it's only um, boring to you right but but other peoples are actually really interesting to me and i'm sort of you know talking to amber about what she had been through and then talking to jank i was like yeah you know what um the the this is an important transition and if a person makes that transition it's an important
1: transition for them and it's, it's something that a lot of times they don't get a chance to talk about. Absolutely. And uh, so interestingly enough, when they posted that separate link, you know, so, so it ran live. So we posted out a link before it for so our people could see it live if they were around. I'm not sure how many people caught that, probably much less. I think there were about 6,000 people watching live at the time. And then since then, 35,000 people have seen it uh, in on the recording, Wow, I don't think I have I ever done anything that thirty five thousand people saw. Uh, maybe well, watched or listened to maybe not. I mean, but, even um, Hank Green did I did I
0: get it? maybe I'm not sure. I don't know. It's just weird. Like thirty five thousand views, a lot of people. I, and of course, m- many of them probably clicked on it, listened for three seconds, and turned it off. Well,
1: and yeah, and that, and I don't know what on YouTube counts as a view. How long do you have to watch yeah. before it's a view? Um, but no, and of the, course here's, here's I went the back seventy, seventy or eighty times just myself. <laughs> uh, so and then there were twenty one hundred comments on it, and you shouldn't read those. Oh, I shouldn't. Should no. I? No, I never do. Well, and some of them are just ridiculous. Like uh, the Young turk says satanic. This douche was demented since birth. You know that kind of thing. So there's all. Kind of, <laughs> so there's and all I kinds. I hate of, it when my
0: sister. I hate it when my sister does that. <laughs>
1: She's always on there. <laughs> Lisa, stop it. <laughs> so, yeah. No, you should never read the comments, but I'll read them, of course. Yeah, I haven't yeah. yet, but I should. Well, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. So, that was a cool
0: experience. Um, the other cool experience I had was I was driving into meet somebody uh, yesterday, and I happened to be listening to NPR. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Terry Gross's show Fresh Air, which is like this great interview show. I hear this voice. I'm familiar. And I'm like, that's, that's Amber. And sure enough, it was Amber. Amber, our guest last week. Right. You know, it was funny because I I had, I had meant to send Amber a thank you note. And I did. And I said, like, I heard you on there. And she wrote back and she said, yeah. She said, I was so glad I talked to you first. You helped me think through a lot of things. So I was way more prepared for Terry Mm. Gross. Right, Um, right. But I also was like, yeah, well, I actually think that because Terry Gross was in a, like a little bit more of a time bind, I felt like, I don't know, I felt like we got more out of out of Amber. Like, you know, so that was just kind of a cool thing.
1: No, it's really cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of people, mm-hmm. before we go too far, you know, we're, we're working our way through our Patreon supporters and letting people know like actually – we're super grateful. So I guess these are our shout outs of the week. But I did like some of the, again, some of these names are familiar to me and they just excite me. So wherever you are, Angel Huertas, Demri Alonzo, Scott Gillespie, oh, Michael Wilson, who sends me lovely emails, Colin Lauer, William Judge. What a great name, Judge. I love it. I, I, gosh, yeah. We should all be so lucky. Jim Price, maybe not such a good night. What's your price? Um, <laughs> Travis James, Craig Austin, and Kelly Gallego. And I hope I pronounced your name right, Kelly. I'm bad on bad on name pronunciation sometimes. But all of you, each of you, thank you. It continues to just be a joy to see the number of people that support the show grow and so like you know if you value the content i probably should say this at the end if you value the show you should support it, it makes a big yes. difference it really but you know, does there, I, I do want to say this there are other ways to support the show they like you could post it on your facebook page you could an episode you really liked or you could you know if you're if you're a blogger you could blog about it and say hey i heard this uh you could forward one of those emails that I send out to people um, about the show. You could forward that to somebody who you thought might appreciate it. Like there are ways in which you can help our audience grow and helping our audience grow actually helps the show keep going. Immensely. So John, do you have a question? Do you have a, a question to, to,
1: to read off to me, to share with me? Do you, what's What's today's question? So I, I don't have a question uh, from... The listeners, but I have one from, well, listen to this. So last week's uh, Q&A, or I guess two weeks ago, Q&A, you were answering a question about how to be confident in social situations. And a key part of your advice on that was that you need to be the curious person in the group, curious about other people, and that will lead to self-confidence. And I asked you on the episode, if if you need to be genuinely, really, honestly curious about them, or whether you can just sort of act like you are. And you said, no, you do need to be genuinely curious, but you can cultivate that. So today's Q&A is just me coming back to you about that for our listeners and asking, how do you cultivate curiosity in other people? I gotcha.
0: So so you just generated this
1: one out of your own yeah have your own well it self. came out of that last conversation because yeah, i yeah. feel like that was the key point was you have to be curious and if people don't feel curious i sort of wonder um what do they do on, on that i mean i've been in a lot of places where i did feel that kind of curiosity but then i have been in places where i where i haven't or you know sadly you know maybe there are people who I'm more curious about than others in that room.
0: Yeah. And, and you know what? I i think, you know, psychologically speaking, curiosity is what I guess they would call a stable trait in that like some of us have more of it and some of us ha- has, have less of it um, where people are just wired um, mm-hmm. in different ways. But I'm convinced that, you know, and, and I think that, that sometimes what that means is is that when people meet, people who are naturally curious about other people or interested in other people, they feel bad because they're like, that's just not me. You know, it's like, I just don't find most people that interesting. You know, I, I know I should, but, but I don't, mm-hmm. you know, or some people are like, I just get bored by people so fast. <laughs> um, or I, I go through the motions. I fake it, like you said, but I don't actually enjoy those conversations. Right, um, right. You know, and, and so I meet people like that all the time, and they feel guilty for being incurious. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but the other thing is they feel worried because they know instinctively that it's hard to connect with people if you're not interested in them, and they don't want to be lonely. Absolutely. And so, so people – you know, so in some ways, most of us are interested in people that we love, um, that we care about already. The difficulty is, I mean, like, like you think about it, like if 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 I'm on the bus and some guy says to me, you know, I uh I bought some bananas at the grocery store today, and when I got home, like three of them were rotten. Like I'm like, yeah, dude. I don't care. Like I can't. Like, <laughs> can I read, please? Um, <laughs> but what's funny is, is if Marty, if we're, if if I call her up from you know somewhere and say, hey, what's going on? She goes, Look, it's so weird. I went to the grocery store today. I bought a bunch of bananas, and three of them were rotten. I'm like, oh man, that sucks. Like especially, I, I'm sure you were you were planning to make something, and I oh, did that inconvenience? And like because I'm I care about her, I actually the banana thing is is significant. Yeah. So, so most of us can interest in people that we already love. The real question is, how do I, how do I become more interested or curious about people before I love them? You know, how, how, how do we get this, how do we get this ball rolling? Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And, uh, I think that maybe even just what we just said might be like step one. And that is. To not beat yourself up if you're not intensely fascinated by everybody that you meet. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people there's some people have more of this in them. Some people have less of them. But I think that if you if you, I think a lot of times we're not prone to do things if we feel like we're not good at them or if doing them reminds us that we're not good. Period. <laughs> uh huh you know? And so like, I just want to take all the judgment out of, and maybe, maybe what I said two weeks ago, loaded some people up with that, like, oh shit, I suck. Mm -hmm. And like, I just want to take that away. You don't need to be interested in everybody. And you probably are interested in somebody already. So, so it is this question of like, if I want to develop closer relationships, how can I be interested in people until I care about them In which case, then I will be naturally interested in them. Mm -hmm. And I guess this would probably be, like I've got a few things that just come right to my mind. And the first and most important one is, is especially if you have a low appetite for this stuff, um, for for, chit-chat, for talking to somebody who you don't actually care about, do not waste the little bit of energy you have for this On, on small talk. Ah, you know, you know, because like what, what ends up happening is, is that you, you're, you're already of a mind that says most people are boring. Most people aren't interesting to me. I don't really care. And then you meet somebody new and because you're sort of assuming they won't be interesting, you don't put a lot of effort in the conversation. You know, you put up with a few minutes of small talk and then you walk away and you go like, see, I was right. Everyone is boring. That person (laughs) was boring.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the truth is, is that almost everybody has something that's interesting about them, if you can find it. And you don't want to waste your energy on a person on stuff that is almost bound to be uninteresting. Y- you've got to move past that quickly, okay? Really quickly. You got to you got to move past that. And that's a little bit like what we were talking about last week is, is that you want to take charge of the conversation. Um, So, so somebody's telling you like boring, basic stuff and then you, you, you know, you, you want to quickly shift from basic stuff to deeper stuff. So for instance, somebody says like, you're like, Hey, where are you from? And you're like, I'm from Philadelphia. And they're like, Oh, you know, I had a. You know, I, I visited Philadelphia once, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is going nowhere." And then you've got to quickly go, like, "So how is Phil? You know, when you were there, how is it different from where you grew up?" And you're like, "Well, that's a kind of a quality." Like, I- I'm already finding this person boring, and now you're asking me to ask this deep question. I'm like, "You will always find this person boring until you ask a deep question."
1: This see, this does this does describe me because I'm not someone who loves small talk at all. I kind of feel like it's a waste of time. I'm bored with it. Uh, but if you but if you can get me deep quickly, I'm I'm engaged. And, and it doesn't and, matter and who what the I want to say is. Is, is you need to get them deep
0: quickly, Pre- precisely because you're bored by small talk. Don't wait for them to like get past the boring stuff. Like they ask you a question, they go like, you know, they make a a a, a stupid observation. Hey, it's, it's, it's pretty rainy out you know (laughs) that's the classic one right
1: everyone talks about the weather because they don't know what else to talk about you know you see,
0: like yeah boy it's really coming down no you go like yeah you know it's I mean it's funny because my wife is deeply affected by the weather she has sort of seasonal affect disorder and her mood goes way up and down so like my whole day sort of our emotional relationship goes with the weather and you're like do, do you have any people like that in your life for whom the whole relationship depends on the weather and a person's going like, wait, I just said it was raining out. Like I was just making small talk, and I go like, yeah, I don't have time for small talk.
1: <laughs> now let me ask you this: Do do people in your experience mind going deep, or do you think there's? I mean, are some people very averse to it? Or? In my experience,
0: most people are in the same boat that I'm in, where they're like, they they, you know, I got a I, I got an email from somebody based on last conversation that we had, and they mm-hmm. were like, listen, I don't like. I don't know how to go deep with people. There's a lot of people that are wishing they knew how, and they just don't know how. And like, this is the thing, like, I'm telling you how. And the answer is, they're not going to show you theirs until you show them yours, in most cases. Somebody says like, so, how was the traffic? And you go like, the traffic sucked, but it gave me a chance to listen to this podcast. And the guy was talking about relationships and how, you know, and, and you tell them about the podcast that you were just listening to. That's a pretty good example. I and like now they, one. now they can talk like they can, they can respond to the podcast themselves. They can go like, wow, you know, like, you know, what else did he say? You know, like, do, do you feel like what he say, said? Makes sense? They can ask you a question if they're interested or not, but like, you're already past You're, you're into something and what you can, and, 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 you know, and then you can pivot to like, they said, you know, that, that you can't get close to people unless you like move past Malta. What do you think? Do you think that's true, John? And then like, you just asked, you just said traffic was bad. And all of a sudden I'm like, so do you think that what the guy on my podcast said is true? Right. Right. I'm giving you a chance to be interesting, bro. (laughs) I'm trying. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So so when when you're doing the standard of getting to get know you stuff and you go like, So, you know, like where do you go to school? And they go USC, you can go like, Oh, yeah, I have a friend who went to USC, or you can say, like, oh my gosh, USC. Haven't they been in that whole scandal thing? How is that affecting people on your campus? And you're giving them a chance to go deeper on a topic that they brought up. They told you they went to USC, you know? Or mm-hmm. They're, they're, uh, they, they, you say, what do you do for a living? And I'm a fireman. And you go like, you know, I've seen five fireman movies, like Backdraft. Is, is there, is is that what it's really like? I'm looking to see what's interesting about you. And you, you, you know, and so just knowing you're a fireman itself, you know, what's funny is pe- some people say like, I'm a fireman. And, and a lot of times people's response is, wow, that's interesting. And I'm like. Is it? Then why don't you have any questions for me? <laughs> so, so I think that you want to, you know, one thing is, is that you, you don't have very much, you, you got to find out what makes that person interesting. You're going to have to dig around. And, um, and, and because that's going to be an effort and you don't have much energy for this person in the first place, you cannot waste any time on small talk. You have to move past it really fast.
1: I'm with you on that. I, th- I think that's good advice. Okay. And I think so, what you're trying to say is, or this is what I'm hearing, is, hey, I'm not interested in people. And you're like, make them interesting.
0: Or find what's interesting about
1: them. Like, you know. right? Make make, make, the, make it interesting to you to talk to them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and, and I think if, eventually you will find, you know, re- remember what you're doing is, is you're, you're looking for something that makes them interesting. And maybe this is another thing. Is like when I'm running, like like we're, we're doing this house gathering, right? Mm-hmm. At, at our house every couple of weeks. Yeah. And now we're, we're actually going to move it over to a school. It's going to become like a thing. This kind of humanist mm-hmm. gathering on Sunday mornings, content-based gathering. Like I think, you know, I'll tell you more about it another time. But like the, the, the point is when somebody comes to that and I'm small talking with them, it's very clear to me like they might want to join our team. They might want to be part of our thing. And so in some sense, I, I, t- I find that I tend to talk to people differently if I perceive them to be on my team. Like I would I would have more time for a conversation with a coworker than I would with a person on the bus even if I don't know the coworker that well, or like when I am at like I was at the pride parade and I'm more interested this past weekend. And I'm more interested in talking to somebody who's walking next to me in the pride parade than I am with somebody who's walking next to me in the park the next day. Because the fact that they're at the pride parade, I go like, oh, we're kind of on the same team. So one of the things I think you want to do is you want to try to treat people like they are on your team. You want to try mm. to put them on your team. If that, I, I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it does. A couple more things that come, like the, the, the ideas are like once, you know, so I'm like, okay, get past the chit chat, That's makes sense. Okay. It sounds counterintuitive, but you, you try to get closer to the person. Like, that's what I mean. Like you come to see them be, as being on the same team as you and you go like, I want to get closer to them. And you go like, why? You're, they're boring to you. And I go like, yeah, yeah. But when they're, when I, if, if I feel closer to them, they won't be boring to me anymore. That's, that's Marty and the bananas. Like, if I care about you, I won't be bored by you. So you say, well, what happens? You know, so, so, so y- y- you, you go like, why am I trying to get this person in the first place? But you, you, you end up sort of going like, because if I get to know them, I'll be more invested and they won't be boring to me anymore. So selfishly, like, I'm trying to care about you. Like, I'm going to look for something to like about you so that you won't bore me silly. Cause if I like you, you won't bore me. Hmm. I mean, this is funny. I mean, a classic, you know, I remember being at parties at college, and you know, you'd be talking to people at the party, and somebody would start talking about their why they chose engineering as a major. And whether or not I was interested in that conversation completely depended on if it was some schlubby frat guy or if it was some gorgeous girl. Um, playing with her hair while she was telling me the same story, <laughs> right? And what's funny is like, I genuinely became interested in the engineering if it was the if it was the the girl I was interested in because mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, tell me more about engineering. Maybe that'll help me figure out like a funny thing I can say to you.
1: And I think in that situation, just inherently, anything that that she's saying is is interesting. You know, that's right. That's yeah. right. So, so, you sort of go like, oh, so if you
0: care about another person, even if like in that case, I was caring about like looking at her. Um, mm-hmm. But if you care about a person, they become more interesting. So, you go like, oh, so what I've been thinking is I'm not going to care about somebody until they're interesting. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to find somebody interesting until you care about them. So, Gotcha. So, look for things that you can like about that person. Look like- like, try to think of them as, as a potential team member. And, and and you know what? This is going to work a lot easier with somebody who actually is a co-worker of yours or who is marching next to you at a retreat uh, or, 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 you know, at, a, at an event than it is with a perfect stranger on the bus. And you go, like, is that a problem? I go, like, no. You should be more. Like, on some level, you go ahead. Try to find people that would – are, are more naturally interesting to you. Like you're going to have a better chance of cultivating new relationships at the humanist house meeting than you are at the grocery store. Or at the radio controlled airplane club, you have a better shot if you like radio controlled airplanes than you do. Um, you know, just sitting down next to some random person at, you know, in the park. So, so, So I guess the point is, is that like, again, like don't beat yourself up that you're not interested in everybody, but like to the degree that you can, that you are putting forth effort, you want to try to get close to that person so that they become interesting rather than thinking unless they are interesting, I can't get close to them. You actually can get closer to people. You can care about people even if they're not intrinsically interesting, because you're invested in something together, you're working on something together, you're doing something together. Context matters. Yeah, it does. All right. this I got one more thing. Okay. Maybe I have more, but I have two more things that come right to my mind. The first came right to my mind. The second, I actually thought of while we were talking. The first is, this is going to sound really goofy, but if you struggle to be interested in other people, what I would say is, try to get more interested in in other things. Like I mean you can't be interested in everything, but like try to dabble and learn about some things that you don't know anything about on purpose for this reason. So like John, what's something you don't know or care about at all? Um air conditioning units. Really? You you, you okay, that's that's good. So air conditioning HVAC. Like the whole yes. You know, ducks and stuff like that. Right. Interesting that interestingly you should mention that because I actually know a few things about HVAC. Do you? Yes. Because I have renovated a couple of houses, but also because I'm friends with a guy named Cameron who installs HVAC for a living. And he mm-hmm. has told me some funny stories about HVAC work. Okay.
1: And you can install and
0: we- it all wrong and get it and, – and it's terrible, right? Exactly. And and where you put the docs matters relative to the windows. And there's, 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 there's a lot to learn there. Okay. We're not going to get into that. Here's what I'm going to tell you is, John, if you spend five minutes on the internet studying up on HVAC stuff, mm-hmm. just like common you know, biggest mistakes people make with HVAC and stuff like that. So, then you're at a party and you run into my friend Cameron and he says, I'm an HVAC guy. And you go like, oh my gosh, is it true that if you put the ducks in the wrong place, you can lose up to like 50% of your, of your, that you can waste and Cameron's off to the races. See, if you're interested in the thing and like, and actually if you have just a little bit of interest in HVAC, like, you know, just enough about it to like, be like, "Mm, that's kind of, you know, I read something yesterday about crows that crows remember faces. And that if you like if you bother a crow or attack a crow, like 15 years later, that crow will remember you. And if he sees your face, he'll like call at you and maybe try That's to crazy. You. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. So, I guess just a random fact. Okay. Yeah. Just a random fact. But if you, you know, if you can just pull that, like that fact will ultimately, like the next time I meet somebody who keeps birds, cares about birds, um, we're on a train together and a bunch of birds jump up and they go, wow, there's a lot of birds. Like anything, you bring a bird into the conversation and I've got something for you. <laughs> I've got my, my crow fact. I've got something. And the thing yeah. is, is that if you, if you can broaden the stuff that you know about, again, you don't have to become, then when, when someone is discussing something that's outside of your narrow field of interest, you'll have some, you'll find some value in what they're saying. You'll be able to attach it to something. It's not just that you'll be able to throw your fun fact out there, but like that crow fact, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. Because I went outside of my normal readings and I read this crow fact, if somebody brings up bird stuff, I'm like, so do other birds know face? Like I had no idea that birds eyes worked that well, like that they could even recognize that, you know? And like, I'm, I'm now a little bit interested in birds because of that one fact. And I don't need to follow up on that interest until somebody tells me that they're a bird expert. This is weightlifting, bro. Like this is weightlifting for a basketball player. There's nothing intrinsically interesting about weightlifting for a basketball player, but they do it because they know that when they get back out on the court, it will help them. And what I'm saying is, is like, this is something you anyone could do. I floss. I'm... I floss every night now for the past month. It's the first time I've ever done it every night for for any length of time. And I did it just to prove to myself that I could. And it has to do with like issues I'm working through in other parts of my life. Mm-hmm. But what I'm telling you is, is that I have no intrinsic interest in flossing. But like if you tell me that flossing is somehow going to help me in my marriage, even though I can't see the connection, I can floss. What I'm telling you is you're not interested in HVAC or gardening or um, sports, okay, or punk rock or any of those things. I don't care. Each day you could set aside five minutes to cultivate to, – to, 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 to learn something about something you don't know anything about because I'm telling you that in that small talk moment, it's going to help you. That when it comes to actually when you meet somebody and she starts talking about um, soccer and you realize that soccer matters to her, if you have just read one article and you go like you know like I I know that women's World Cup thing was going on like did you watch that? You're you're a hundred percent closer to getting her to open up and say what she you know what she finds interesting about soccer but the, the other thing is like because you read that little article you go like oh there. you know what interesting i can see why somebody might be interested in soccer like i can see what now i'm not interested no, in I crows. Get what,
1: there's more yeah. going on with crows than i thought no i get what you're saying you're, you're saying you, you, you gotta practice this stuff i mean i just watched that hbo miniseries chernobyl oh i've heard that's really good it's amazing it's amazing but it looks really dark though Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's bleak. But it's ve- I mean, it's fascinating. And uh, I couldn't get through it without going all the way down the rabbit hole of like how a nuclear reactor works. You know, I right, mean, yeah. Fission, and again, fusion, the whole right. thing.
0: You're naturally <laughs> curious. I, I
1: mean, if I, if I come to a party next week and there's there's a guy that works at the Palo Verde nuclear generating plant. Yeah. In he'll something. Here, I'll have I'll I'll be full of questions. It'll be a right. good conversation. And, and and what I'm saying is is
0: that even if you're not naturally curious, like and you're not going to watch all of Chernobyl, mm-hmm. I'm just saying that for the people that are struggling and saying I'm not that interested in other people and I don't know how to cultivate actually caring about other people or being be, being interested in what they have to say, I'm saying sometimes one of the ways to get interested in other people is to become is to become interested in other things because those things are then going to help you get at those people. And right, so absolutely. Th- so, so what I'm saying is it's counterintuitive. Like if you want to be more interested in people, become more interested in things, mm-hmm. but like, it's going to help you. There's one last thing I got to say. Okay. Like I understand not being interested in sports. I understand not being interested in nuclear weapons or HVAC. Um, we're so hard. We're, we're, we're so evolved as a, as a social species that when a person says to me, I'm just not that interested in other people, I don't have any moral judgment on that. But I go like, there might be something deeper going on. There might be something deeper going on. And, and so, one of the things you got to ask yourself is, is, if maybe the reason you're not interested in other people is because you're insecure and afraid of rejection. And so, like a lot of times what happens is, is if we are uncomfortable going after something, we trick ourselves into believing that we don't actually want it. It's the old Aesop's fable about sour grapes. Like when the fox couldn't reach the grapes, he goes like, yeah, they're probably sour anyway. And sometimes when people are like, you know, people are boring and I find people uninteresting or I don't like most people, I think like maybe you got hurt by people or maybe you're afraid that you will be hurt by people. Um, I'm so glad you went there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so I I think that, I think that if you, I think that sometimes people, they, 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 they project it out onto the other people and go like, other people are boring. Other people suck. (laughs) Hell is other people, as the old saying goes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think sometimes what's really going on is we're, we're worried. And our lack of interest in other people is a way of covering our lack of confidence In ourselves. And, and what I would say is like, you know, that may be something worth addressing. There's stuff you can do to develop more confidence and there's stuff you can do to develop less fear. Um, But I I think you just got to look sometimes it's it's, sometimes, you know, people say like, oh, just, you know, we all have to just accept ourselves the way we are. And I go like, yeah, you know, sometimes the way we are is actually hiding something that's really hard, painful for us or difficult for us or something that needs to be cared for. And, uh, and so, you know, you, you know, sometimes people, you know, when they're uninterested in other people, it's it's a sign of depression. Uh, You know, it's a sign, it's it's a a sign that, 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 that there's something bigger going on. If you're not interested in sports, that doesn't mean anything. it doesn't tell me anything about you, But if you're not interested in people in a a persistent way, it may mean you're just not as curious as the next guy or not as interested in, in the next woman. And that's fine. But if like if you don't have like even a modicum of interest in other people or if you like are misanthropic, like where you're like, I hate other people or I really don't enjoy other people, there may be something going on there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is about as, this is about as much uh, of a, you ask a
1: question and I've, I'm like, I have five ideas about that. <laughs> no, I know. I was just thinking you, you definitely knew where to go with that one. Yeah. This, uh, cause this is
0: ultimately, if we can't cultivate an appetite for loving other people, for connecting with other people, for, 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 for hanging in there until we, Care about other people. If we can't cultivate an interest in other people, a lot of us are doomed. And you know, I, gen- I've, 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 I've worked with enough young people who were isolated and figured out how not to be isolated, to know that the ones that thought the answer was to make themselves more to make themselves more interesting almost always failed, but the ones that concentrated on learning how to find what's interesting in other people almost always succeeded. And so this is me just like, this is, this is probably one of the most important things um, for people who are lonely or isolated um, to figure out. And and the good news is is that the reason I want you to read biographies is is also the reason why, if you do this stuff, like the more you know people, um, the more the the closer you get to people, the more you're going to find out what makes people interesting, and the more you find out what makes people interesting, the more you're going to like meet new people and be like, I wonder what makes them interesting, and so, this is one of those things that builds on itself, and so if you put forth some effort in the early, in, in, if you put forth some early effort. I really believe that ultimately your interest in other people and your curiosity about other people will take on a life of its own. And that's what, that's what most of us need. We need kind of like, we need some kind of like bubbling over thing that when we meet a new person says, gee, I wonder if I can figure out what's, what's, what's good about this person. I wonder if I can figure out something that can keep my interest about this person. Um, I wonder if there's a way that I can, I can, I can connect with this person. And so
1: I hope this stuff is helpful. Yeah, I think it is. All right, man. Hey, you know, uh, congratulations on uh, starting flossing. I have a Mitch Hedberg joke that he used to say, he's like, people tell me I don't know how hard it is to stop smoking. He says, yes, I do. It's as hard as it is to start flossing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder <laughs> so if that is that's hard. true. Um, yeah, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, but all, all I know is it's been, it's, been, it's been an ordeal for me. My whole, my whole life, I've been promising dental uh, hygienists that I was going to do better this time. Uh-huh. And then flossing two days in a row and then quitting. And, 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 you know, the terrible thing is, is that the reason why I quit is always the same is because I say to myself, you know who you are, Bart, you're the kind of guy that quits. You're the kind of guy that gives up on flossing. Mm. And so my behavior is ultimately tied to a sense of identity, um, where I go like, I'm a guy who doesn't follow through on stuff like that. and. um, and so, what I'm trying to do this time is I'm trying to reverse it and go like, you know what? If I end up flossing, then I guess I'm not a guy that quits on everything um, and it doesn't follow through. I like it. Um, so, so it's interesting the relationship between our identity and our behavior. And I'm trying to work at the other angle because um, because it, I don't think it's a good thing to look in the mirror and say, hey, there's a guy who quits. It's um, good. It's and I'm good. trying not to be, I'm so I'm trying not to be that guy. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Thanks Bart. Love ya. Love you too. All right. And I love all you people that make it to the end of the show. Um, you're the best. And we'll see you next time on Humanize Me.
1: For more on Bart, go to bartcampolo.org. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it every month and get extra content for it go to patreon.com humanize me. Our patrons do make the show happen. Follow us at humanize me pod on Twitter and humanize me podcast on Instagram. You can also join other listeners on our private Facebook group. Just search humanize me on Facebook. To ask your own question on the show, leave it as a voicemail at 424-291-2092. That's 424 291 2092. And finally, please review us on iTunes. It really helps. Catch you next week. Humanize Me is a production of Jux Media. You could be larger than life I could